911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Talk to Living podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, too. Yesterday was a really interesting day for me because I had a friend who I haven't spoken to in quite a while reach out to me, and typically it's shop talk. We talk business, we talk podcasts, we talk strategy, and this individual reached out to me with a little bit more of an intimate communication. He messaged me on Facebook and it it pretty much sounded like he was just trying to seek out a friend in the moment. And I messaged him back, but I didn't really think anything of it at the time. And then I saw that he had posted something on Facebook, which he hasn't done in quite a while. And it was a very lengthy, almost an update post. So I, I read what he had written and he also sent out an email, which I'm on his email list as I am with all my friends. And the email was the same copy. And so at the end of the email, he put a call to action to go and listen to his podcast. And it's very strange because he created a brand new podcast. I was just telling Clint this. He, he created a brand new podcast. This is, this is actually what he does for a living. He teaches high ticket sales on your podcast, which is super cool. And in his email, after directing you to his podcast, he wants you to just kind of listen to his update. And this time it was quite different because he was getting super real and personal, which he never really does on his show. And so I listened to the podcast. It was quite a lengthy one. And in his podcast, he's just spilling out his his heart and his soul. And it wasn't until after I listened to the podcast that I, I kind of understood a little better that he was actually reaching out and truly did need a friend. So then I was talking to him a little bit. But in his podcast, he was explaining that he went through a terrible breakup and it was like a three year long relationship and he ended up dumping her. And then shortly after that, COVID started to happen and he lives in Costa Rica. He met somebody who he started dating for the entire year and it was just like an amazing relationship. He was happy and he was happy to, you know, be done with a three year relationship to have found something new and something that made him happy. And it turned out one day she came home and she broke up with him and he was so shocked. And so in this episode, he was explaining the difference between how it felt to be the person to break up with somebody versus how it felt to be the one broken up with. And this hit him really hard. <clears throat> he's um he's English, so he's from the UK. He has the coolest accent and substance abuse or recreational drug activities in the UK is quite a bit different than it is compared to to other places around the world. So he decided to practice some escapism and, you know, went out a couple nights and did a couple drugs with a couple friends. And in the moments that he was under the influence, he he realized that he wasn't enjoying it as much as as he used to or as the the last times that he had done it, which I don't know in depth what what that is for him. But he had this sort of moment of clarity in understanding that he wasn't enjoying that experience and enjoying himself in the same way that he was used to. And certainly the breakup had a lot to do with that, but it also created a lot of space for him to realize that, you know what, there's there's a need for me to do some deep self-work. And he hired a lot of health professionals and attended a lot of different men's retreats and did some solo trips on his own, a lot of reading, a lot of journaling, like all the things that we should all be doing on a regular basis anyways. 
And he got super real with with himself about some vulnerable things that not a lot of people talk about. And one of those things is he realized that he had such a high addiction to porn, even when he was in a relationship, it wouldn't be uncommon for him to be working all day and then watching porn like one to three times a day. That was something normal for him. And by doing some of this deep work, he started to realize that he was taken out of the experience of the physical nature of being intimate with somebody physically a great deal because of his significant porn watch and porn watching and what he now deems to be a porn addiction. And so from doing several weeks of really, really hard work, he actually hired um, a tantric sex coach. And not for the reasons that one might assume when you hear that label, but what this gentleman is doing with him is just teaching him a lot of different techniques and understanding about his own body and the way that his mind-body connection works when it comes to having sex or even feeling the need to, to gravitate towards towards things like porn. And by doing this deep emotional work, he's starting to realize far more than he ever thought possible. And we hear a lot about the inner child. And that's a, a theme that I think has come up and almost been this this like guru term for the last several years. But when we think back to a lot of the things that happened to us when we were children, if we truly sit down with those thoughts, we might have an understanding of how those events might have shaped us into the people that we are today. And a lot of the times that could be in a healthy, supportive way. And in other times it could be in a detrimental way. And so the full circle that he sort of made in these last several weeks was there was an incident that took place between his mom and his dad where they were arguing so bad. Um, eventually they ended up getting a divorce, but he remembers this one moment in particular where his mom and his dad were fighting so bad that he grabs his mom and brings her into his bedroom and stands in front of his mother at the door, making sure that his dad can't come in. And in his mind, that that sort of element that existed for him, the thoughts that came up for him were men are bad. I need to protect my mom. And so when you're a young boy like that and you don't really have this variation of sexuality just quite yet, that was sort of this this mantra, this silent element in the back of his mind as he continued to evolve and grow up into the man that he is today. And with that, he noticed that he has a lot of feminine traits about him. His sexuality is one that he would describe as being quite feminine. Instead of going out and, you know, watching a football game with the guys, he would much rather sit at home and watch like a romance movie. That's that's sort of the thing that clicks for him. And in filling in the pieces between then and now, he understands that a lot of it has to do with him just thinking or having this subconscious element to him that men are bad. And because of that, he never developed any of what we would deem to be like the more masculine qualities or, you know, where you see a man and you're just like, yeah, that's a fucking man kind of thing. He's softer. He's more gentle. And a lot of that has inadvertently made him confused when it comes to his own sexuality. And so he's he's navigating that for himself right now. And I I had to reach out to him again after listening to that podcast and just explain to him how proud I was and how him deciding to be open and vulnerable about it was um, something that took a lot of strength to be able to do, but it also revealed a great deal about his personal growth and the journey that he's on. And so it had me thinking that there's there's so many people that I talk with on a regular basis who 
who don't understand what that inner child work means or what that could mean for them, how you listening to this, how it could apply to you. And what I would encourage you to do is to give yourself some time. And even if you dedicate one hour a week to just sit down with your thoughts and to think about what what many of those traumatic events were when you were a child and by tangibly writing it out and looking at the things, the events that took place, you can even go back as far as you can remember and then start to write down your age. Do you remember anything that took place when you were three? What about four and five? And do that for your entire adolescence and, and to try to pinpoint some of these maybe dramatic events that took place in your life. It could be an assault. It could be a burglary at your house. It could be the loss of a loved one. It could be a terrible car accident, the death of you know somebody that, that you cared about. Whatever it is, there are traumatic things that happen to us at a very young age. And when we're that young and these traumatic things happen, it's very difficult for us to process and analyze. But most importantly, it's very difficult for us to understand that we actually are removed from that equation altogether and we had nothing to do with it for for much of the point much of the part so it's important for us to just understand what those things are first and it's a, a practice a very simple practice that i would encourage all of us to be able to do and to eventually work off of because i think that when we understand what took place and how our inner child is playing out in today's world for us how our inner child is still deep within us there are a lot of ways that we're able to to hug that inner child, to go back to that five-year-old you, to give them a hug, to tell them that it's okay that they teased you and to pretend that, to, to really feel into actually the fact that those people that might've teased you when you were young, if they were here today, they, they wouldn't be teasing you. They would be playing with that little five-year-old child and enjoying your company. It's the same thing that we should do we should all do for ourselves to be able to understand that and to kind of get to know ourselves a little bit better, but know that it was all a derivative of who we once were and a lot of the things that took place outside of our control. And when we do that, I think it helps us to expand, to better know ourselves, and then to better show up as the version of the best self of us for the people that we're around. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do me a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.